When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Welcome to the family with Doug Sprinthal. And Andy Rampernard. We got some great guests coming in today. We got John Hines coming in. We got Timmy Lammers going to be with us first hour. We got Mike Bilski coming in for about 10 minutes because we got to cut some commercials. What do you think of that action? Fabulous. That's why I brush my teeth. Loaded for bear. Mm-hmm. We'll be right back. Kick things off with the family. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw and Bryant. So what's the latest? The well, latest is we're representing people who are injured through no fault of their own. Uh, people come to us, we talk to them about what their rights are. We talk to them about things that, you know, adjusters would call them up and ask them about. And we represent people in order to get them justice for the injured. And have been for a long time. Very, very successful, no question. I, I, you know, I do meet a lot of your clients. They come up to me on the street and whatever, and they talk about this, that, or the other thing. And they both say... Why do you guys hang out with Doug Sprinthal? <laughs> and I just had no answer. For <laughs> he just looks away, you big baby. In any case, that's the whole deal. So people, they got any problem whatsoever, personal injury or other legal problems, whatever, they just reach out to Brad, Sean, Bryant. Yeah, Joe and I have both been president of the trial lawyers for the state. So we talk to people about all sorts of issues. The consultation is always free, and that's what we do. Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean, Bryant. Ladies and gentlemen, Walzer Automotive Group, Walzer.com, and Doug Sprinthal. Good morning, St. Louis Park. Uh, we are hiring, believe it or not, on Wednesday, June 3rd. Thursday, June 3rd, right? Or is it the 4th? Where am I? St. Louis Park. I got that part right. Anyway, um, especially sales positions. We have openings in six of our dealerships in the Twin Cities. 12-week paid training program. We want people to succeed. We don't just throw you out to the wolves and say you're on your own. Uh, our salespeople work on salary with small bonuses. The average first-year salesperson's income is between fifty dollars and $60,000 a year. It's a great opportunity to join a wonderful company. Go to walzer.com, hit careers for information, or you can always email me directly with questions at doug at walzer.com. Walzer Automotive Group, walzer.com. What is the date? Fourth. Fourth. It is 6-4-2020. That's right. My daughter turned 17 on Saturday. All right. Uh, I'm looking at one of the most bizarre headlines I've ever seen in my life. So try try to string all this together. All right. Okay, you ready? Porn star arrested in deadly toad venom case. Oh, boy. What? You know what this is all about? Uh, it, well. She poisoned someone? 
But you know that porn stars think that they're like they should be really healthy. They work out a lot and they do all these really healthy See, things. See, oh. maybe that's the modern porn star. I yeah. just remember Ron Jeremy, who doesn't yeah. look like he worked out very much no, at all. No, Fle- no he did not. flexible sure fella. Didn't. Yeah, flexible. That's true. Uh, but apparently, this uh, this whole deadly tone venom case it, it all has to do with a shamanic ritual. Uh. So we got these the shamans there going to bless him into heaven. For taking so many deep, apparently. I don't know. Wow. You think that's what it's all about? You're going to make up with God? Shamans are not a God thing. I can tell you that much. I thought it was shaman. It's no. shaman? Well, it's shaman, shaman, either way. Potato, potato. Exactly. Potato, potato. Quite literally. But no, those are uh, pagan. Oh, they're pagan? Yes. Last July, fashion photographer Jose Luis Abad died in Spain after authorities said he inhaled vapors from a toad from toad venom during a shamanic ritual. Mm. Now the Guardian and BBC report three people have been arrested, including a porn star who hawks penis-shaped candy Mm. on Twitter. Oh, excuse me, candle, not candy. Oh. Candle. Still. Uh, On Twitter, (laughs) he's got the wiener candle. We were talking about Space Force earlier. He goes to a synthetic make-believe space station, and and it's like an actor and a sculptor who makes sand penis sculptures. (laughs) They're all over the... Anyway, maybe he knows each other. Maybe they know each other, exactly. A lot of penis and vagina stuff, though. Apparently. They're popular parts. Mm. Now, here's what I like, though. Nacho Vidal... (laughs) Nacho? Nacho Vidal, real name, Ignacio Horda Gonzalez... (laughs) Ignacio Horda Gonzalez uh, goes to Nacho Vidal, and two others were briefly detained on suspicion of involuntary manslaughter and violating public health laws. Uh, they, they were then re- released uh, provisionally per the Metro. The two other who were arrested were one of Vidal's relatives and an employee. So one of them is dead. Jose Luis Abad is dead. But uh, Nacho uh, Libre, or Nacho Vidal, or whatever the <laughs> hell his name is, he's still alive, and, and so is the hooker. Great. Not a hooker. She's a porn star. Are all right. porn stars hooker or all hookers? It's a fine porn stars? line. That's for they're sure. They're sex workers yeah. and they're sex adult workers. entertainers. Get mm-hmm. with it, Tom. They're adult entertainers. Right. Speaking of adult entertainers, <laughs> Tim Lammers, that hooker. Where, where, come on, where's the stripper music, man? <laughs> 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 but I do have a caller. <laughs> you have a caller? Yes. A caller for Timmy? I doubt it. Deep. What do you mean you doubt worker? it? I think uh, it's under Polly. He called in last week, right? Paul, yeah, I remember Polly called in last week. Polly, how's COVID, man? I tested negative. Well, I kind of thought so. Is your sister talking to you now? By the way, best stripper song ever. She's my cherry pie. That's pretty much the de facto stripper song, yeah. Cherry pie. Yeah. And then what's the yeah. other one? There's another one, too. Pour some sugar on me? Pour some sugar on me. I don't know. I don't go as many as you, Tom. Nah, yeah. I, I've been to like three titty bars my whole life. They're just not for me. I went to one in Las Vegas and with my buddy and his wife, and uh, some of the girls came over and reached for all my buddy's wife's shoulders mm-hmm. and did the over-the-boulder shoulder holder thing. Sure. And she said, okay, that's it. We're out of here. We got to go. Here we go. I actually, the, anyway, the second one I anyway, ever went to got thrown. What happened? Second one I ever went into, I was dragged in. I didn't know we were going there. And I was sitting yeah. there, and everybody else was, you know, watching the strippers and all the rest of it. 
And I was sitting there, and all of a sudden, and I'm kind of weird. It wasn't because of her, but I, I, I'm kind of weird in that I still have that, you know, that post-traumatic stress disorder, where if somebody touches me and I don't know they're going to do it and I don't know them, it, I get really weird. You spin around and punch them? I got, I, the, I got the same exact thing. Oh, I know you? exactly what you mean. <laughs> so I basically what happened was is I'm sitting there, and all of a sudden I feel his hand on my shoulder, and I turned around without before I could see who it was, and I went, get your fucking hand off me. And it was a naked uh, dancer. They came Did over and said. Did you say the F word? Yeah. On here, yeah. It's a podcast. And they, oh, okay. <laughs> they literally said, you well, cannot be in here anymore, and threw me. I got thrown out because I didn't want to be touched by a... Well, I think a lot of people, if they're suddenly touched from behind... How many in that case? Oh, my God. Mm. <laughs> yeah, a few, that's true. <laughs> How's so, Paulie, fr- you're, you're negative, everything's good, so is your sister talking to you? Uh, not really. They're still pretty mad about it. I think it would have been better off to be... The best showed up possible, to be honest with you. <laughs> That's real but, nice. Um, but, uh, I, the reason I was calling was I, I saw this um, video of the mayor from Atlanta. Mm-hmm. That woman that she got really emotional and stuff. And then yeah, yep. she was interviewed afterwards and she said that she didn't rehearse that or anything. She just went out and said that. I mean, yep. Why can't she run instead of Biden? Yeah, well, yeah I, mean, I, I agree. That woman's my plus. She's very pretty. Oh, well, yeah, of course. That's what you need, right? You got to be pretty and you got to be uh, pretty smart. Yeah, I agree with you. She's a very and, smart uh, woman. We don't have any of that going on right now. Well, speaking but, of... But, uh, yeah, I... I oh, go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, I uh, I don't know. <laughs> I kind of lost my chance out there. Sorry. Well... I was going to say, speaking of porn stars, her full name is Keisha Lance Bottoms. I feel like Lance Bottoms would be a pretty good porn yeah, star. Yeah, Lance <laughs> Bottoms. That's not new. Is that. it hyphenated? It is not. Hmm. That's weird. That is weird. My porn, my porn star name is Craven Moorhead. Uh, Craven Moorhead. Very, very princely sounding. Yeah. My, yep, see. Well, didn't they say if your, your porn name is your first pet and the... The first street you ever lived on? Yeah. Or the street you grew up on. Street oh, that might on. be Molly County Road 8. Molly <laughs> County Road 8. Yeah. Great name. My name would be... Are you ready? Okay. Go for it. Okay. Now, so what is it again? It's the street you grew up on and the first pet. Your first pet and then the street you grew okay, up on. Okay. So my name would be... My porno name would be Herbie Spruce Place. Herbie, <laughs> Herbie Spruce? No, oh. Spruce Place was the whole street. Well, you don't have to do the place. Part. Oh, you don't have to do the place part. Herbie but. Spruce. Well, I think you, I think you kind. Of, I think that's kind of required. That's yeah, you got to do the place, the place, don't you? Yep, yep. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't mm. know what the hell a Spruce Place is, but whatever. It's right across from uh, Emerson old. School, right off, right, right, uh, right, right off of Loring Park. No, mine, oh. mine sounds like a female there? jazz singer, Wheezy Brockton. Wheezy Brockton, yeah, exactly. Wow. Yeah, Wheezy Brockton. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. It sounds like our Dave from the Sopranos that Cash uh, used to steal their music from. Oh my yeah, God, exactly. Yeah, it does. You're right. Mm-hmm. Wheezy, Wheezy Brockton. Wheezy Brockton, yeah. baby. So, Paulie, I'm glad <laughs> that uh, you're not. You don't have COVID. Uh, your sister will come around. They'll they'll be fine. You didn't put them in any danger. Tell them to settle down. I got. 
I'm going to tell you one more thing. I don't know if you know about this or not, but um, I know you went, you know Adam Carolla pretty well. Yes, sir. You're on stage with him and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bob Bryan just announced this morning that his tumor is um, is starting to act up again. Who did? And that's Bob Bryan, the sound effects guy. Oh, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, absolutely. Bob Bryan. Yeah, his brain effect. tumor after 11 years is starting to act up oh, again. Oh, God, I'm sorry and, to hear that. But the what the way Adam pointed it out was that um, is that there's so much more treatment now over ten years. How much stuff can change yeah. in something you focus on, like a brain tumor? Well, imagine how much stuff could change on something like the issue you're dealing with now in ten years. Yes, you know, no, very true. smart people working on it. And one last thing, the best thing I heard um, Brian say today was. Uh, right after, you know, he, he had his wife on there and everything else. Of course, they're doing their stuff over whatever he called Zoom or whatever. But he, uh, Adam says, well, we're kind of getting pressed for time. He goes, oh, there's only one guy in this studio that's pressed for time. Yeah, well, see, there you go. I'm really pressed for time, as a matter of fact. I appreciate yeah, the call, so, Paulie. Call back once in a while. All right. Thank you, sir. Have a great day. Paulie Have a great Cullen. day. Paulie, you too, Paulie. Paulie calling in, ladies and gentlemen. We'll take a break. Be right back. Maybe Tim can. Maybe Tim can say a word. Forget it. Listen. Okay. What was your porn name, B. Tim? I I, I don't even want to look it up. For I'm afraid what's going to pop up on my screen if I go to a site like that. Well, no, it's your no, uh, it's your, your first pet and the street you grew up on. Uh. <laughs> Herbie Spruce is me. Herbie Spruce. I, I got to think about that one. Okay, we'll take a break. When we come back, we come back. Timmy will reveal mm-hmm. his porno name with the family. Tom Bernard with my buddy and CEO of North American Banking Company, Michael Bilski. Tell me, Michael, we've been talking about North American Banking Company for a few years now. One thing we've discussed is that the bank is locally owned and operated. Well, how does that benefit your customer? Tommy, projects and opportunities for expansion come up quickly for business owners. A locally owned and managed bank like North American Banking Company means decisions can be made just as quickly. We know Minnesota. We live in the communities we serve. So we have experience and firsthand knowledge for what's happening in your life where you live. That means decisions are made here. We don't ship them off or pass the buck someplace out of state. Finally, getting our customers quick answers allows them to take decisive action, and that's how business gets done. Man, Michael, you're getting good at this. Practice makes perfect. Uh, Perfect. (laughs) Why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, an equal housing lender. 2020 never looks so good. Tom Bernard here for Whiting Clinic LASIK and Cataract. With 2020 upon us, it's time to ditch the contacts and pitch the glasses. Take it from me. It's one of the best things you can do for yourself in the new year. I've never looked back from having LASIK myself, and with Dr. Whiting's unsurpassed experience, you can trust you're amongst the best in the business. Call 855-554-2020 or visit whitingclinic.com online to schedule your free LASIK consultation. The great people at Whiting Clinic will take fantastic care of you, just like they did for me. Call 855-554-2020 or visit whitingclinic.com online to schedule your free LASIK consultation. Imagine 2020 or better in 2020. And let 2020 be your best year yet with LASIK at Whiting Clinic. LASIK results may vary. Talk to your Whiting Clinic doctor about your individual outcome potential. Do, 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 do. 
little Fleetwood Mac kicking things off in the second part, ladies and gentlemen. What do you think of that action? Is what I'd like to know. I hate Fleetwood Mac. <laughs> do you not like? Because there are people that don't. I, I I think they're okay. I I love Lindsey Buckingham. I think he's a great guitar player, right. great songwriter. I think Stevie Nicks sings like a goat. Yeah, he's not I a just, great singer. No, that's true. Well, when you look at some of the biggest names in the history, uh, Bruce Springsteen can't sing. No, no, a lot of them can't. Dylan can't, can't either. And Dylan can't sing. I mean, it's very, very true. Uh, John Prine, did he even come close to ever singing? Oh, no, God, no. But he's a great I mean, songwriter. That's why all the musicians like them. Look, I got nothing against people. Like I said, I like Born to Run. I'm not a huge Springsteen fan, but Born to Run, I thought, was a really good song. Mm-hmm. But... Um, yeah, there are, there are certain groups people just love, and I go, I don't get it. Yeah. Well, I'll be very honest with you about it. I think he was supremely talented, but Prince's music it was not that good to me. It, it was very poppy. I don't like really poppy music. So if you like pop, I'm sure he's a genius, Yeah, right? there's some Prince albums I really, really like, and other ones are just, I, I don't. But, I, yeah. I, you know, he's he, incredibly gifted. I mean, the guy was like the quadruple threat. Oh, great guitar incredible. player. He could yes. play drums. He was yep. a great recording engineer, which is a skill in its own. He could sing. He could dance. I mean, I just, I just there wasn't anything that he didn't do really, really well. I just realized one of the reasons I bet you I have a hard time with his music. Is he short? I cannot sing that high. Oh, I God, can't no. do it. I couldn't sing that high when I was born. <laughs> when we're born, we couldn't sing that high. So that might be one of the reasons I can't sing along with it. Well, come on. You like Little Richard, don't you? He could get up there. I love Little Richard. Yeah, he he could. Yeah, absolutely. He could get up there. That's too bad that he's dead. Well, he had a good run though. Was he it eighty five? God, when he used to come on the Tonight Show with Don Rickles and call him Don Wrinkle, <laughs> it was the greatest <laughs> of all. What are you talk about, Don Wrinkle? <laughs> I mean, yes, his name a, is Don Wrinkle. It's, uh, you could make an argument that if it wasn't for a little Richard, there wouldn't be James Brown and there wouldn't be Prince. No, I mean, you're right. We talk about paving the way. No, they, right. they were all probably would have been recognized at some level but you know it's there's really a direct line between those three i think but don't you think the fact that he was so bombastic was huge oh it was awesome it was just wonderful that he was just so you so out there well he and jerry lee lewis were in kind of in comp- you know oh, 1958 it's like who can be the most outrageous rock and roll piano player well watch this play the piano with your foot <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I love those guys. Jerry Lee Lewis. I tell you, I, I even love his country music, and yeah. I'm not a big country fan. But Yeah, he stuff. does some uh, you know gospel albums that are really quite good, too. Oh, yeah, I bet. Didn't believe any of them. He's still alive. Oddly enough, how he, the he hell and Keith is Richards still are still going. <laughs> I know. How is he still alive? He's got to be 100. Yeah. Bitch drank everything in sight. <laughs> yeah. Kind of like Tim Lammers. He was a booze hound. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 For sure. For oh, sure. Yeah. Ah. Sadly, hey, there uh, could be but one conclusion. Exactly. I got um, something outrageous for you. Okay. It, it, and it, I, I gave the links to Cassie. I don't know if she passed them along to you, Andy. Yep. Uh, have you read this? I, I, I don't want even want to go into the story. I just want Tom's fresh reaction to this because the story is just way too precious. Oh God. It has something to do with Lego police sets. Lego of the police. Lego, no. as in the toy Legos? Yes. Okay, Andy, do you have it for him? Uh, yeah. I can. Okay, get you, I, I just want the fresh reaction. <laughs> do you just want the headline or the... Uh, everything. <laughs> well, he can read the story, but it's just freaking hilarious. Yeah, well, 
I got it on my phone. Lego requests affiliates pull marketing for police and fireplace sets following George Floyd's death. Fireplace? Fireplay. Like police oh, fire and fireplay sets. Oh, I see. Okay. So they, they're not going to support the police anymore either? Uh, or firefighters, apparently. Or, no, no, you don't want firefighters either. So they're horrible strange. people. strange. You know, I cannot wait to watch you people get shredded by every psychopath in the world when you don't have a police department. Well, they're also pulling the Crooks set and the White House set. Oh, because of Trumpster? Yep. <laughs> I still love the fact that when you look at Donald Trump and Barack Obama, they're basically the same exact person. They both have massive mommy issues. Both of them. It's hilarious. And they say bombastic. They, I mean, obviously, Trump goes out of his way to be annoying. <laughs> There's no doubt about that. So they don't, they don't want kids pretending, uh, play pretend police to arrest pretend cooks. Mm-hmm. Cooks. Oh, God. But they also don't want people putting out pretend fires, apparently. No. I don't get that one. That one doesn't make any sense. What did the firefighters do? I have no idea. Their job? The items will all remain for sale. The company just doesn't want marketers actively promoting the sets. Potentially so that activists don't blame Lego for supporting law enforcement. Oh, jeez. Look, there are are three ways that you can grow up in America and most of the world. You could either have mommy issues, daddy issues, or both. And it's so obvious this is all about daddy issues. You, any authoritarian figure that's male, we need to get rid yeah, of. Basically. You've got daddy issues. Daddy didn't love you enough. Oh, yeah. Trump and, and Obama. Mama didn't love them. You know, he never mentions his mother, Obama. I know. Never. That's well, his weird. Dad, his dad left when he was little, right? Didn't and he then all he does is talk about his dad, yeah. but he won't talk about his mother. I think like his grandmother what? was the person that raised him. I think I that's right. right. Yeah, grandma and grandpa. Yeah. That is, that's so weird about because you got Obama, he's Mr. You know, Black Lives Matter, and Colin Kaepernick, he's Mr. Black Lives Matter. They're both raised by white people. Yeah. It's like, wake up for Christ's sake. Not everybody hates everybody else like you do. You know, calm down. I literally can tell you, and I'm very serious, I have never even been in an argument with a black person my whole life, and I've been around them since I was in first grade. By them, I mean human beings. (laughs) No, seriously, I don't get in arguments with black people. It's not like I try to avoid them. I just don't. The thing that bugs me, and it's it's a minor thing, but I'm hearing a lot of it lately from from some of my friends that are trying to show that they aren't racist and and they'll say something like you know i have this friend who happens to be black what do you mean he happens happens to be black he was born black and he'll be black his whole life well it just happened he didn't happen to be it happened because his parents had sex it's a minor thing but it is kind of weird you know what i'm saying it's more than the minor thing it's a weird thing to say who happens to be black i don't know it's like, I'm so uh, cool, I didn't even notice he was black until he told me. That lie that people tell. But that's what they're I saying. I never noticed that he was black. You lying sack of shit. I mean, give me a break. <laughs> Christ. I always tell that when about, you know, when people meet Sarah and I, they go, well, you're 6'4", and she's 4'11", and they all make, you usually make some comment. I said, you know, honestly, she didn't tell me she was short when we met. <laughs> See? No, that's it's the a same great thing. joke. Yeah. But she uh, happens to quick, be short. <laughs> a quick FYI, uh, the Lego store in New York City was indeed looted. 
surprised. Oh, my God. The Lego store. So they can oh. torture people by making them walk on them barefoot. Step on them barefoot. <laughs> no. Oh, I've that, done that. That might be a good way to stop looting. You spread the Legos uh, so all the barefoot people step on them. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Nothing hurts more than stepping on a Lego in the middle of the night on the living room floor. Oh, I will give you one. My nephew, Michael O'Brien, his dad, Patrick O'Brien, my brother-in-law, was mad at him about something. And Michael was a little boy, not thinking clearly. He took three, uh, you know those meat skewers, the wooden meat skewers? Oh, yeah. Right? Oh, my God. Took three of those, built a little teepee out of them, put it on the stairs, and when Dad came down in the morning, stepped right on it. Can you imagine how much that hurt? The North Vietnamese did that. (laughs) Yeah, they did. Bungee sticks, I think they were called. (laughs) Yeah, like bungee sticks. Exactly. Right through his foot, I guess. Not oh. all the way through, obviously, but right through the sole of his foot. God, that at first I suppose you wouldn't know because it'd be so sharp that you right. wouldn't notice oh. what it was. But then all of a sudden, it'd be say, hey, "This hurts. What happened?" I don't know. We'll stay on top of it. Now, uh, I did see today, Mister Timmy. Yes, sir. That your boys over there at AMC say they're probably not going to reopen their theaters. It's sad, man. Really? Oh, it is so sad. Yep. And, and you know, th- there was a word for a while. I mean, the, the bankruptcy talk started right away. Yeah, it did, right. Um, and, of course, bankruptcy doesn't <clears throat> necessarily mean you're going to shut down. You're going to reorganize. I right. mean, you know, you're going to pay, you know, your creditors what you can, I would imagine. And then there was word that Bezos was going to possibly buy them. But, oh, right, yeah. Yeah, and now, yes, again, now the latest is is that they probably will file bankruptcy and it'll be the end. Um, headline from Variety is that uh, one in five British people say they won't be willing to go. Only one in five say they will be willing to go to a movie theater when they reopen in July. Really? Hmm. So twenty only 20%, uh, but three out of four say that they would go back Eventually, but only after social distancing and rigorous cleaning. Yeah, I could see that. Yep, I could see that. So, I mean, whenever they open, it's still going to be pretty rough, it sounds like. At least in in Great Britain. Obviously, there's no set date here yet. Right. But, yeah, see, right now, um, the studios are pinning their hopes on Tenet, which is Christopher Nolan's film, and Mulan, which is the Disney film, uh, which are both scheduled to open in mid-July. So I would imagine they're opening July 1st to try to get people used to the idea, et cetera, et cetera. So I don't know what the uh, major chain is overseas, but, yeah, AMC, they're pretty big here. There's no question. And I'd screened a lot of my movies at AMC, in fact. Either at Southdale or Rosedale. That's really not a question, maybe more of an observation wrapped in a question. So with everybody violating all the social distancing stuff for rioting and protests, if there's not a big uptick in COVID cases in three weeks, do you think that changes this whole conversation? Oh, I would certainly think If there's so. no uptick, then that basically means it's either everyone's immune already or it's not nearly as contagious as we thought. Yeah. We have to take a break. You know, here. one angle I see, I see them taking is that, we well, the majority of the people marching were younger people. And, Hold that uh, thought for a minute, Tim. We'll be right back. <laughs> there you go. Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Right now, Sabre and Bryant are teaming up to offer 0% financing for 36 months 
when you buy a new Bryant furnace. This is the perfect time to replace your old furnace with a new trouble-free, energy-efficient furnace from Sabre. And when you buy Bryant equipment, you're getting one of the most trusted names in the industry. This 0% offer is available for a limited time. Call Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning to find out more, and please tell them that Tom sent you. Sabre and Bryant, whatever it takes. Northern Metal Fab right off the interstate in Baldwin, Wisconsin, is a custom job shop specializing in large-scale projects. Northern Metal Fab is now hiring for all positions, including welders, painters, and inspectors, to provide quality craftsmanship to their customers. Northern Metal Fab is growing, and their growth is your opportunity. Northern Metal Fab offers competitive pay, excellent benefits, and more. Apply online today at nmfinc.com. That's nmfinc.com. Northern Metal Fab is an equal opportunity employer. We're back, ladies and gentlemen. Timothy, Timothy, where on earth did you go? Where did you go, Timothy? I I don't know, though, but I do remember that song uh, specifically from when I was growing up being told that I was eaten by cannibals. You were eaten by cannibals because that's what happened to Timothy. And the guy who co-wrote that, or maybe wrote it, Rupert Holmes. Oh, yeah. um, He did that. I don't know what to think of it because sometimes I just despise the song, but Escape, the Pina Colada song. (laughs) I just heard that yesterday on Love 105. There you go. Sometimes I've despised it. Sometimes it's like, "Ah, I guess it's okay. I didn't realize they were still alive. And she walked through the door and, ah, it's you. You're cheating on me. Ah, it's you. (laughs) Didn't realize they were still playing that song outside of Viagra commercials. That's about it. I will tell you one thing. Yeah. On, I have not heard that that guy's voice in years, but I uh, was listening to Love 105, our sister station. That guy, lead singer is simply red. My God, that guy can sing. Oh, yeah, Mick, Mick Hucknall. Mick Hucknall, that's his name? Yeah. And, you know, it's singer. funny, you're right. Woo. I love the stories about what happens to these people after their hits. Now, Rupert Holmes went on to do some Broadway stuff. Right. Another guy, I was wondering, I love the song so much. Uh, Jay Ferguson, uh, Thunder, Thunder Island, Island, right? Yeah. Is that what it is? Yep. Uh, he actually wrote the theme song for The Office. Really? He uh-huh. went on to be uh, a, a TV composer, yeah. There you go. So it, it, it's pretty pretty crazy how some of these careers end up. I, I've always been fascinated by the one-hit wonder and what lines yeah. they go back to after the, after the thrill is gone, the as John Henley would sing. Uh, so, yeah, yeah. What's so, the guy's name um, in Simply Red? What's that? What's the guy's name in Simply Red? Uh, Mick Hucknall, his Mick name is. Mick Hucknall. And, God and um, what was it? Something was on back the years. What, what the hell song was that? Holding back the years. Was Holding that? back the years. Yeah, oh, there we it? go. Are you holding yeah, back? Yeah, I, I loved his, his voice back. You know, right he had a couple hits, but that was about it. Yeah, he had a couple of hits. The one was uh, "If You Don't Know Me by Now." Yeah, we did. Which that. of course was a remake. So yep. yeah. Yep. But God, that guy's a good singer. Mm. You can hear some really damn good singers out there. There's a woman too. Uh, her name was like Kelsey Cloquet or something like that. <laughs> God, what the hell was her name again? It was like Chelsea. In what? She's oh, what was it? Was a song she did. I don't remember, but she, her her last name was like C O Q U I T or something like that. Hmm. C O Q U I T E or something like that. I don't know what the hell her name was. She's a singer though. Damn. Good hey, one singer. more thing I want to add from this story about the UK theaters. Um, 
the report anyway says venues expect a 20% rise in cost. Oh, yeah. Due to oh, measures yeah. to minimize the risk of COVID-19 infection. Expect to face 50% cuts on capacity, number of screenings, food and drink sales, and advertising revenue. This is going to be one complicated son of a gun. Oh, is it ever. Theaters here, man. Is it ever going to be unbelievable? And, and again, they're going to have to say you can't talk, you can't be on your phone. You, no, no, we can't put up with the misbehavior anymore. It Maybe will you can get some of those theaters. paintball guns the uh, oh. National Guard's using <laughs> put the ushers in the front row. Yeah, Did I ever tell you? When we moved well, back into the city, we moved Well, one thing that I did last weekend, I went to a, I saw a movie on the big screen. Hello? Apparently, we have a caller. Yeah, apparently. Okay, so one. quickly, I saw a movie at the drive-in last weekend. What'd you see? Uh, we went up to Litch, and we saw Beverly Hills Cop. Beverly see? Hills Cop? Yeah, because right now, I mean, there are, there are very few films being released that... You know, they can't get new titles, so they go to their catalog titles. So there was a double feature of Beverly Hills Cop and Trading Places. Of course, the movie gets going. The first one's going by 9.35, so we're all, you know, worn out by the time. So we only saw Beverly Hills Cop, but it, it was fun. I mean, you know, obviously I saw it oh, in yeah. theaters way back when, but um, I didn't see it uh, in a drive-in. So it was fun to see it in a drive-in. As soon as they have Birth of a Nation. Then <laughs> yeah, that will be a great one. Yeah, oh, boy. Great. Were you thinking of Colby Calais? Yeah. Spelled, oh, yeah, yeah. Spelled Kylat. Kylat. What song is it? Uh, bubbly, Realize, Lucky. I saw her bubbly? play uh, at, what's the place in Dinkytown? Singles. The Varsity? About eight or nine years ago. She was pretty good. Bubbly was her best-selling single in the Would U.S. You, can you play a little? Uh, eventually. Eventually. I think, yeah, She because that woman can sing. Yeah. No doubt about we should have a vote here, Timmy. First of all, I think women can sing a lot better than men. Now, yes. there are some great male singers, but women, I, and I suppose it's because I'm a heterosexual man, but I love women singers, right? Maybe I am right to do there with, with you, man. I, I have always felt that way. And in fact, and you guys can make fun of me all you want, but I have been an Olivia Newton-John fan my whole life. Well, she's a sweetheart of a person. I've talked to yeah, her several you know, times. Nice yeah, I know you talked to her for her book, and I talked to her for her book, actually, shortly right. thereafter. And then she had another deal where she she sold all of her um, memorabilia to, to help fund uh, her cancer institute in Australia. Right, yep. Yep. So I'm a fan of her as a person. I'm a fan of her music. And again, I just love female singers. Not a bad looking woman either. No, no, not at all. <laughs> I saw Grease in the drive-in, by the way, at one point, too. Oh, there you so go. That was a few years ago. But right, yeah, a, yeah. So yeah, I, I'm a huge fan of female singers. Here's a random clip from Bubbly, and then we have a caller. What's her name? Uh, Colby Colay. Colby Colay. feeling like a child now. Cause every time I see a bubbly face I get the tingles in a silly place It starts in my toes and I crinkle my nose Oh, I've heard this. That woman can sing, Everybody's man. heard this song. Yeah, yeah. I love this song. It's probably, what, eight or nine years old? Uh, 11. I didn't realize that it was soulful, that beautifully soulful. She kind of, in a way, reminds me of one of my favorite singers ever, Anita Baker. It's got yeah. kind of that soulful, very kind of mournfully sad thing going. Mm. No, I saw her at the Varsity. We were doing stuff with iHeart, and they gave me, I got to see her, and then the next day, uh, uh, Hank Williams' 
granddaughter was playing it. They did live really? studio concerts up at iHeart for a while. Oh, I love that. Yeah, she was great. She, I mean, the 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 talent did not fall far from the no. grandfather. That, so it's Hank Williams Jr.'s kid. Yeah, because that guy is a hell of a talent too. Yeah, he got what what did. Fell out of an airplane and got in a car accident. <laughs> he had a rough life, maybe. <laughs> he did have Both a rough Cephas. life. Both Both Cephas, Cephas, that's yeah. right. All right, caller, what you got to say? Hey, Tom, this is uh, Jeff from Wasika, and um, I uh, I podcast your uh, your podcast. I mean, I don't listen to it live, so I just listened to yesterday's uh, episode uh, with the uh, guy talking about conversations. Yeah, and really thought that was uh, interesting. Um, and it reminded me of a book that I read recently. Um, you're familiar with Malcolm Gladwell, right? Absolutely love Malcolm Gladwell. Mention him. Yep. Yeah. So one of his latest books, it might be his, his most recent book, is called Talking to Strangers. Okay. And uh, if you haven't read it yet, you really should. It 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 talks about you know basically uh, learning to communicate with people that are that are different from us. Love that. And uh, really. Yeah, it really would apply to, you know, all the stuff that's going on, um, you know, in our world today. And, uh, you know, we're all we're all so focused on, you know, our own uh, environment that it, it's sometimes kind of difficult to communicate with people that are different from us. And it causes all kinds of uh, yep. misunderstandings. Yep. And so he uses he uses illustrations from, uh, you know, recent current events, uh, big stories that really kind of revolved around a misunderstanding. And uh, it's really, really enlightening, and uh, I, I think you would really, uh, really get a kick out of it. So yeah, talking to strangers. I will definitely pick it, it up. Try. On on the way out, I got to yeah. tell you, my one of my favorite things that Malcolm Gladwell ever wrote about, and because of Malcolm Gladwell, I will never fly on Korean Airlines. I'll tell you <laughs> because he wrote an yeah. article about, or, a, or it was a chapter of one of his books about the the uh, Korean captains are. They're the whole deal. They're the be all and do all and end all. And in the story, in the book, he tells a story about a a, a, a co-captain, not the captain, but the co-captain made a suggestion, and the captain slapped him right across the face. That is the <laughs> Korean way. Oh, whoa, that's a little bit. Did you ever read that? Uh, yes, I, I forget which book that was, but I, I remember that story. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I oh read my that. god. I sent well, you. And there you go. It's a, a, a cultural, uh, you know, they just do things differently. Yep. It's, a, it's a different understanding yep. of the, the hierarchy, and you do not question anybody in authority. And yeah. so it led to some tragic consequences. It did indeed. Thank you so much for your suggestion. See, like, I'm, yeah, I'm having a run with that. listeners right now. You guys are unbelievable. Thank you so much. <laughs> well, you are. Yeah, no problem. Enjoy. Have a good day, sir. I so, sent you a story yesterday. But you couldn't have read it on your watch that it was along those lines. And it's really a, a touching story. It's a Southwest Airlines flight, black flight attendant. This business guy gets on, white dude, sitting there, and he's reading this book called White Fragility. And she comes over. There's not many people on the plane. Starts talking to him about, you know, I've heard about that book. What's it about? And it's about, well, trying to start important conversations with people that are different than you. It's just mm-hmm. what this guy's talking about. Mm-hmm. Now, this, she's a Southwest Airlines a flight attendant. The guy's the CEO of American Airlines. Yeah, I saw that yeah, story. Yeah, it was really a cool story. That's a great story. Yeah, it was a great story. That was a nice picture of them at the end. Too. Yeah, they yeah they're crying and holding hands and stuff. It was awesome. Timmy, well, that's what Heinz and I do. We get together, we cry and hold hands. 
<laughs> we'll be doing it by the end of the second hour. Oh, he's waving me off. Oh, we can still hold hands, can't we? Just not cry. Okay. <laughs> Timmy, thank you so much, as always. Yeah, Bye. a quick recommendation. I saw The Light. It's a movie with Tom Hiddleston as Hank Williams. Oh, yeah, I'd see love it, to see if that. if you get a chance. Yep. Uh, really good biopic of Hank Williams. Uh, and Hiddleston actually sings in the film. Oh, it's really too bad. Because Hank Williams was so old when he died. What was he, 24? No, he was in the 27 Club, I think. 27? 27, really? Oh, yeah, I, I thought 29, so. but yeah. I don't know. He died so. really young, I know. Died of alcohol. It's, it's not over. the a used car guy, I'll tell you. It's not the years, it's the mileage. <laughs> well, <laughs> in Hank's case, that was a he fact. He had a few right on there. him, yep. All right, Timmy, we'll talk to you later, Pally. All right, have a great weekend, you guys, and stay safe. You too, thanks a lot. We yep. shall take a break, be back with hour two in about five minutes. Our special guest for Car Selling Secrets, Doug. You announce him, he's your buddy. John. No, he's not. How, what <laughs> give you that? What? That's new to me. It's we figured been. that in this room right now, there's 90 years of Twin Cities broadcast history. So we'll be taking a deep dive into that. Well, Stick around. We'll be right back. So, you know, I've known him for 46 years, so we're almost a half of that knowing each other anyway. Wow. We'll be back. And I've never cared for him for 46 <laughs> years. <laughs> we'll, be right, we'll be right back. <laughs> 